0: Welcome to the Let's Have Breakfast podcast. We're here to talk about all the trials and tribulations in your early 20s and also the amazing things that make these times in your life so great. We'll laugh, cry, talk shit, and drop episodes weekly. So grab a seat at the table and let's have breakfast.
1: She's beauty and she's great. She's Miss United States.
2: Can
1: you more?
0: she's not miss united states she's miss america right i don't know honestly i'm joined by my best friends of like five years it feels like a lifetime but i'm gonna go ahead and let them introduce them to you all today
1: Okay, first of all, has it really been five years? Like, that makes me feel so old because, like, I feel like I just met y'all. But, um, as she said, I'm Sydney. Um, Currently, I'm 24 as we are recording this. Um, I live in Dallas, Texas. I work for an events company called Balloon Therapy. Um, You are welcome to go and look them up on Instagram. I basically work in a managerial, not really managerial, but more so like operations behind the scenes. What I'm up to currently is I just started dating for the first time at 24. It is quite the roller coaster. I actually hate it. Um, And we'll just see how this goes. I'm looking for new friends in the Dallas area and just trying to get out of my comfort zone, and explore what it's like to be in my 20s. And with that, I will hand it over to my other bestie, Alex. Thank
2: you, Sydney. (laughs) I am Alex, also known as Zandra, Zanny, Zanny girl. Um, Alexandra, I am a KC native. Um, I currently work for a independent real estate broker based in California. I'm a marketing coordinator, so I've been there for about a year now. What I'm currently up to, making content. I'm a TikTok girly, aspiring TikTok it girly. I'm just here living life. I'm 25, oldest of the group. The vibe is just living life. That's real.
0: So we all kind of met in like different ways, I want to say. I met Alex first. So our boyfriends were like best friends for a long time. um and they like were living together. I don't know. like what what's yeah. added context there? I don't remember
2: they were roommates. This was our sophomore year, so Jaden's boyfriend, my boyfriend, and myself sophomore year. and it was Jaden's freshman year. We both worked at Old Navy at the time, which we found out later on, yeah, we
0: hadn't um, even like worked together. like no. I, think I met you in a friend setting. And then I was like, why are you here
2: <laughs> at work I remember you were like come here you were like folding I think jeans on the jean wall maybe mm-hmm. yeah I remember that in the men's section and I, I don't remember what you asked me but I feel like that was kind of when our friendship started
0: after that and those boys Mm -hmm. were like glued at the hip forever too they still are and then sydney i met you at this like it wasn't random but it was like a panel that your college at the time was putting on and i was like a panelist and what i remember from that is my name was spelled wrong and like it was like a couple's panel with
1: it was yeah
0: with mo and like it just it was really random that we like i feel like I don't know, that we were selected.
1: Yes. Shout out to Joseph Shepard for the hookup (laughs) of how I connected with my best friends. So at my old university, which I will not be naming for reasons that are entirely my own, we held a conference and it was like a men's conference because for Black men, mainly, that's the target audience. And I was a like helping hand basically behind the scenes. And Joseph uh, is in the same fraternity as Alex and Jane's two boyfriends. And so he's like kind of a mentor for them. And so because I was helping out, their boyfriends were also helping out. And I met their boyfriends first, because they were also helping. And they were like, Oh, like, you should meet our girlfriends, because I basically had to help out with the couples panel, I really didn't know, like, where the friendship was going, and then once the conference basically ended, um, Jaden was like, oh, like, you should meet, like, come and meet my my friend Alec, and I was like, oh, okay, like, hi, nice to meet you, you know, and I think y'all had the ebony ball was that yeah. night, yeah. and I was like oh I'm going and y'all were like oh like cool like you should come in and out with us whenever you get there so that was like our real like first interaction and then from there we just hit it off and clicked.
2: Ebony Ball that was like I think the first time I met you but I feel like our friendship was solidified after the Big 12 conference.
1: <laughs> oh for sure yeah. We
2: spent a lot of time together I just remember I don't know, like, I just really liked your personality. Like, you were so bubbly and just, you were just like the sun. And I was like, Literally, I really want her.
1: <laughs> All I remember is that I ditched my group that I worked with. Yeah. From my you were not with them once. Like, like, I was always with you guys. Like, that's all I remember. Granted, and then, there was only like three of them. Well, yeah. Of so, okay, but and, that one guy
2: was really fun. He He was, was. he (laughs) had a time during that conference,
1: okay? He was. so did, baby. He was living his best life. Okay, for real. In my room at the time. And I was like. Oh
2: Kick yeah, this you stayed me together. Wait, all of
1: you stayed together, right? Yeah, we all stayed in the same room, and I was like, "Kick this man out." What? What school yes.
2: were we at? Was that Mizzou? Was that the
0: first
1: one, or was that mm-hmm. we were at Mizzou. Mizzou? I think round two. Yeah, that
0: party. Oh, yeah. I still, I still to this day, I got a bone to pick with them. First of all, why are you choking someone out, trying to get into your party? Oh. second oh. of all, I forgot about that yes are you gonna say the org (laughs) no I'm not I'm not gonna say what organization I will say this was if you were in black student union and went to the big 12 conference in 2019 yeah it what was that
1: I think it was 2018 it was no it was 2019 because I just yeah yeah. just got my new phone and I was like said new phone um and i we were friends That's like, when that you got right your i transfer
2: mhm
1: mhm period um isn't it 12
2: <laughs> no it's an 8 it's a single digit <laughs> no shade
1: no shade no shade that was shady
2: right that thing that was
1: tropical like vacation shady like that was really giving shade
2: you guys were like floating in the air. yes
1: yes i remember i I, was solving
2: with anxiety i mean rightfully so and i was
1: like let them in please Ridiculous. i remember you arguing with them like from the line and you were like were, you you were like they're with us like let them in and then once we got inside they were trying to charge us like thirty dollars to get that in and we were like absolutely not they
2: wouldn't let us out we yes. literally had to argue with them just to leave and then low key once we got in we really could have just stayed in there because they were like whoever yeah. was escorting us out he was like honestly like y'all can just stay in if you want to. But that
0: trip, I think, really solidified our friendship. And now we have matching
2: tattoos. So I was
1: literally just about to say that.
2: Thanks for the trauma. Yeah, it was still fun, though. We had a good time. We did. That was a great trip. It was.
1: (laughs) We definitely made it what it was.
2: We did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then
0: we went on a few more trips since then. So it has it's definitely hard like now that we're graduating not being near each other. So Sydney lives in Dallas. Um we all went to school together in the same city obviously, but Alex and I are currently in Kansas City and missing our friend Sydney. So let's kind of switch and talk a little bit about how we are
2: navigating this long distance friendship um and still I feel like it's I mean, it's hard. I feel like I would be lying to say that it's not hard. I feel like we're kind of getting our footing a little bit more now. But it was just weird, like, not seeing someone that you're used to. I mean, me and Sydney used to live together. So, like, I would see her morning and night, like, every day. So, it was weird not seeing each other and communicating with each other every day. But I feel like it's gotten better. I think the base of any relationship is communication. So once you kind of have that figured out, you're golden. But it's definitely hard. I feel like, you know, Sydney probably feels left out at times because she's away. But
1: yeah.
2: the effort's still there on her part. I definitely feel it. And I hope she feels that for me and Jaden. <laughs> Not the best communicator. I feel like I've gotten better though. It's just hard. I feel like, depending on your personality, my personality, if I'm not around you every day, it's really hard for me to to kind of reach out. And I don't know. I feel like I'm bothering people. Like, I don't know. But that I guess that's just how I internalize it. But Mm -hmm. it's hard. It's hard out here, basically, is what I'm trying to say. I really cherish the time that we have together when we are actually all together. Like, it's just it's different, the vibes are different, and I, I love that.
1: It is hard, like, what long-distance relationship in any capacity is it? Um, it's just, like, just like Alex said, like, I'm also the type of person who, like, if you're not in, like, my direct vicinity, it's, like, hard to maintain that relationship. I try to do that through sending memes or, like, TikToks or, like, funny videos and things like that and like it's it's all good and it's dandy but I have the hardest time I think maintaining I guess is the best word that I can think about it is like the individual relationships I have with each of you because like I can easily send a TikTok to like the group chat and just be like here you go girlies. here's my little contribution for the weekend but it's like individually I'll be like I haven't talked to that bitch individually in a minute. (laughs) Uh, I should probably spend a little, hey, how you doing (laughs) (laughs) over here? Cause I'm like, not thinking about it. Like, yes, like y'all are my best friends. Like if anybody asks me like, who are your two best friends? Immediately straight off the tongue, it's Jaden and Alex. On top of that, like, I'm not there to like do all of like the cutesy fun things that we would do. Like like Alex said, we used to freaking live together. Like I just used to be like, hey, you wanna go to Target? And then we used to hop in the car and stop by Jane's house because she lived on the way to the Target and we would go to the Target. Like it was just like that. So not being able to do that anymore is like sad. I saw this thing and it was like, it's okay. Like in the transition between like after you finish college and like start a new job and like or, or move to a city or something like that the transition they were like it's okay to like miss college like it's okay to say that you miss it because like your mourning that period where like all of your friends were literally like within a 10-20 minute distance from each other and it was very easy to just link up and go and do things and get stuff done and um that's, like, for the longest time after I moved, like, that's what I was mourning, like, I was really sad whenever I moved back home, because Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I had the same connection um, as I did in college with you guys, like, I don't have a ton of friends in Dallas, and, like, y'all are my two best friends, and all the other friends that I had in college live in Kansas City still, Mm -hmm. so it's, like, why am I here if everybody else is in Kansas City, but I don't want to go to Kansas City, love you i have the socks to prove it but like i am not moving it's just like that for me is really hard because i've got to while still maintaining this like group friendship and this group dynamic that we've built and nurtured through the years i also have to nurture and cherish the individual friendships that i have with you guys and with other people um And I like to think of myself as a low maintenance friend for certain people because I am not a low maintenance friend for everybody, but for y'all, I am a low maintenance friend. Like you can, like I could literally not talk to y'all for a month and be like, you know what, bitch, I became a stripper for like two weeks, made all this cash, ran (laughs) a whole drug ring over here. And here now I'm back in my wholesome era. Like it could really be that, but for other people, I'm very high maintenance. I'm very much as I used to tell my parents when I was little and I used to get mad at them. We're not friends anymore. Like it was it's very much that energy.
0: I feel like too, you are a low maintenance friend now to us because you were high maintenance to start. So I don't I don't think I think now because it's like okay, we understand we have realized shit going on, like all of us are busy. We all have, like, I don't know, life dynamics that we're like, okay, maybe like, I feel like we're all very realistic with each other. I don't know if you guys see this online, but I see it all the time where it's like trio friendships never work. Trio friendships always break up. There's always like something. And it's like, I don't, are those your real friends?
2: Yeah, like
0: do you right. Do you care about this like individual relationship outside of like just being a group or like, are you doing it because it's like, I don't know,
1: right. I also think it kind of gets hard because, like typically, like in a trio friendship, whenever they're talking about the trio friendships, like it usually is a dynamic like us where like there's two people who are close together, and then there's one who's like an outskirt. But even when we were in college, like technically, it was me and Alex who were the ones who were in yeah. close proximity. and Jaden was the one who was in the outskirts, but it wasn't like we were ever excluding her. Or like purposefully excluding her from stuff. Like we would actively be like, oh, like what's Jaden doing? Or like I'd check in and be like, send a message to the group chat. Like who wants to chat right now? Like we would literally like FaceTime and me and Alex would be in our individual rooms. And then Jaden would be in her room at her house and it would be fine. Like that's how we would check in. And that would be fine. I think we've also done a very good job of like at least once a week, like, we have some sort of, like, at least once a month, we have, like, a group FaceTime, where, like, we talk about individual stuff sometimes, the men's adjacent of the girlies, because they are not the girlies, I want to let that be known, never girly, always an adjacent, Um, sometimes they do pop in on the conversations, but, like, typically, we do have, like, this time, and then, like, recently because I am very bad about communicating what is going on in my everyday life. I have started Jaden has prompted me to do this, which uh, we have <laughs> weekly phone calls. We're both really bad at so that we can at least look each other in the eyes and say, hey girl, this what's happened in the past week of my life. And recently mine have been real freaking juicy it really needs to calm down because I I don't a, think a you going to calm down. You no. are my girl.
2: It you is hot girl really. summer. It's only gonna get juicier.
1: As it should. It's gonna be we're outside. It's giving rare. It's giving rare meat. Like that's how juicy it is. It's giving rare meat. I, mm-hmm. Falling off the bone. Yeah. Not even not even good. Falling off the bone. It's like giving roadkill. mm.
2: Mm-hmm. I. That's
1: an interesting outlook. I don't know. I just right now I just don't like it. So this is not for me.
0: Like having a solid foundation for friendship, um, and how to get to a level where you can politely check your friends. Like, let's say one of y'all is doing something crazy, and I am like thinking to myself, okay. Alex, girl, we need to have a talk, but I don't, I don't know how to do it. So how how do you come correct as a friend to tell tell them maybe you're doing the most, but in like the most polite way possible?
1: I personally would say, first, if you're in a trio, like like if if we're discussing our dynamic as friends, we've already built our foundation. We've already had our cute little ups and downs in the friend group. Um, I me personally would say like if i was having an issue with alex i'd first go to jade and be like am i tripping is this something that is in my head and or i'd ask like my mom or um like a very close confident friend like my but my other best friend emma i'd be like and like i'd explain the entire situation from my perspective where i'm wrong where i think i might be wrong Where I know I am right and then I'd be like am I tripping like is this something to like seriously be mad over just so that I can get an outside perspective of like what the situation is and if I if I am not tripping then I would probably bring it up in confidence and be like hey girl let's me and you one-on-one have a little conversation and hash this out and figure out like where it's going I'm very big on having a one-on-one conversation just to you know talk things out first just to clear it up and you have to do it in a timely manner like don't don't be waiting too long because by that time I've already resolved it within myself or I should have already resolved it within myself to not bring it up and like not have this be an issue of contempt in the relationship but I'll bring it up and I be like hey like what's going on? What is this? Because this is not the behavior that you've been exhibiting. Is there something going on? Is there something like that you're not telling me? Like, are you just going through something right now? Like, is it deeper than what meets the eye? And then from there, we can go. And if we can't come with a solution from that interaction, then it's time to bring in reinforcements. And I would bring in the other parties who are involved to have a conversation because at that point like it's a bigger issue with the group if the group has also experienced these same issues with this individual
2: I'm also big on timeliness like I'm big on shit or get off the pot like if it's something that is going to irritate you or like you've been thinking about it for days and it's keeping you up at night then say something about it But if it happens, like, you got upset, you were upset for, like, a day or a couple hours, like, I mean, you can still bring it up if if you would like to, but I'm just, if too much time goes by, it really, it will frustrate me. Like, I'll still hear, hear you out, but it will frustrate me. I feel like we all really pride ourselves on, like, making sure respect is still there and, like, talking to each other nicely, like and just coming from a place of love I think is really important. All of our personalities are very different <laughs> and so like for me I'm really blunt so like you can really kind of just tell me and I'm gonna be fine. Um, I mean like I might be hurt but like I usually snap back pretty quickly but how I would approach it is like I kind of know how you guys like to be approached but kind of like what Sydney said just kind of like internalizing it for a second like kind of like having that moment where I'm like am I tripping um am I doing the most or is is this valid like Mm -hmm. first of all I feel like I mean it's usually valid but sometimes you'd be tripping so it's not anything to ask you know someone close to you for an honest opinion or like a second opinion if you're not sure about it but I think just coming from a place of love always and making sure you approach the situation appropriately, kindly, in a calm manner, I think is the best way to go. Usually that won't go bad, but that's just me. The key for me is not
0: making assumptions. And instead of assuming that I did something, being able to be like, hey, girl, I haven't talked to you in a few days. Like, is everything good? Like, do you want to go get coffee? Instead of just assuming there's a problem, like leave room and like give give the person the benefit of the doubt. Like you were saying, like lead with love. And like, why am I assuming that people are mad at me if I don't think I've done anything? Because I've, I feel like that leaves like gray area for you to actually find an issue. If you are looking for an issue, you will always find one. And I think like Sydney said too, like having a conversation is key because these signals that I think I'm receiving might not even, they might just be in my head. Like I might be um, interpreting things wrong or not fully reading into the situation correctly. You know what they say? Assumptions make an ass out of you and me. So Mm -hmm. don't do that. Like just, just let your friends be themselves and have a conversation. At the end of the day, your feelings are valid. Like People may not agree with your feelings. They might might not fully understand or relate, but your feelings are still valid. And I think being able to communicate those so your friend knows how to interact with you is also really important. Being able to have a conversation at the end of the day is the most important. We are in our 20s. And so not being able to have a conversation is a friendship red flag.
2: You need to know who you're dealing with. And I mean this in a way like you need to know your friend's boundaries you need to know their um non-negotiables because everybody has them like everybody has a point or a line that if you cross it there's no going back so i think making that apparent upfront and standing firm in that and also on the other end too like knowing if you do cross that line like you already know what it is so you have to hold yourself accountable and stand in that like you made a mistake yeah so you might have ruined a friendship that's on you but i think boundaries are big i know boundaries are big for our group we definitely stand firm in that and respect them which i really appreciate
1: but also like checking in to see if like the boundary has moved because like it yeah. might be like a goal post i am new to this whole confronting friends thing and i'm still really working on my confrontation skills and expressing my feelings to a group of people because i will just bottle up my feelings and just eat it like like a freaking snack okay i will just eat it and i will be cool on it and then once like i get fed up again i'm like okay now we have to address this problem but you never knew it was a problem in the first place so like how did you know that that was like something that we didn't do over here if that was not expressed so everyone knows here that this is the new thing that we're trying out with me with me expressing my feelings so they do have to ask me these probing questions and then if I clam up then they're like okay we'll just discuss this another time and then we just leave it at that and then We check in the next day and we're like, are we okay? And we're like, yeah, we're good. Everything's fine.
0: I think too, we're all kind of like in a unique position where none of us grew up in a household with sisters. And so this has become, and like, I don't want to speak for you too, but at least for me, this has become a form of sisterhood. And so I think we're past the point where like small things are a huge issue where it's like, Okay. Maybe like, I don't know. I get annoyed with like any and everything. So I just, I keep things to myself because like by tomorrow, I'm not even going to know that happened. Like, and y'all know, I wear my emotions on my face. Like I just, I just give me space and I'll get over it. Like, it's not a big deal. So I think we, we've kind of like reached that sisterhood point where it's like, I know y'all like, so you think this group is making it out of, out of a Miami trip?
1: oh for sure I think so I think we've already discussed Mm -hmm. because I I already discussed and voiced my concerns about a Miami trip I was like I don't want to go to Miami with y'all because I don't want the friendship to fall apart but (laughs) then we talked about this and y'all were like no like I feel like Jaden primarily because she knows how bad I want to go to Miami but she was like no, the majority of like those TikToks that like the people are like the girls are coming back and they're not friends anymore because of money. And we would already like know and have our money together to where like we can make it out of Miami. Like it wouldn't <clears throat> it wouldn't be a big deal. And we also know that like I scratch my back, you scratch my back, kind of a thing. Like mm-hmm. kind of like that back and forth, like if you got it, then I got it. And if I got it, then you got it, kind of a thing. And like then we'll just even it out once we get back, like clean slate, we'll just be like, okay, like I owe you this amount of money, you owe me that amount of money kind of thing. And besides the fact that I'm the only single friend on this trip, so I'm the only one who can do, who will, who will do ho activities because y'all can, but you won't. So we decided that this was my hot girl summer. I am officially part of the Ho Clan and have hotels, just like my girl Jasmine. I'm in my hotels era.
0: period love it. I can't wait for the presentation.
1: The streets are loving me, but I'm not letting the streets back so.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining me. I know it's not technically breakfast time either. Um but we still ate. period.
2: Sure. always ready. do.